Hey, Giant fans, welcome to the Giant Insider Podcast. My name is Jerry Foley. I'm the senior editor of the Giant Insider newspaper, and with me, as always, is the beat writer and the heart of Giants Nation. Nobody beats the biz, Chris Bizignano. All right, Chris, before we get started, uh, I got a hilarious story. Folks, I was in Denver for a few days, uh, and last night we're at an event, and a colleague of mine says, my cousin's going to come here. And I said, okay. And she says, well, he's a big Giants fan. I said, oh, cool, awesome. Talk Giants, whatever. So comes over, she introduces him. And I, I don't know about you, but I never bring up the podcast unless someone starts talking about how big of a fan they are and that mm -hmm. they read this and read that. And so this is your friend's cousin in Denver? No, yes, yes. Gotcha, okay. Yeah, colleague's cousin, right? Colleague's cousin. Yeah, right. so I'm like, all right. Um, I, I'm, I don't say anything. I, I, re I rarely do unless they start saying like, oh, I'm, I'm a huge fan. I listen to this and that. I'm like, they might say, oh, you listen to the Giant Insider. I don't say a word, dude, this time. Mm -hmm. And she goes... Right away. Oh, um, Jerry's a huge Giants fan, blah, blah, blah. And she goes, do you listen to any podcasts? And he goes, I only listen to one podcast. No. Giant Insider. Are you kidding me? <laughs> and I go, I, dude, I always like walked out like Costanza, like, all right, folks, I'm out of here. So, so I said, wait a minute. Now that the person knew you were on the podcast, you did the podcast? No, not yet. Oh, so he doesn't even know it's you? No, no. Oh, that's, that's freaking great. Go ahead. So I, so I said, is this a setup to her? And she goes, Jerry, I swear to God, it's not a setup. Right. So he goes, what? And I said, oh, I'm Jerry. And he goes, Jerry. Jerry who? <laughs> yeah. I go, oh, I'm Giant Insider, Foley, Chris, the one the biz. And he goes, no, you're not. I go, yes, I am. I, I guess he doesn't watch a YouTube channel. Yeah, and I was just going to say. I don't, yeah. And he goes, he goes, uh, you don't sound like, it doesn't sound like you. So I show my uh, my driver's license. He's like, oh my God. And I we hugged and it was hilarious, dude. I was just like, oh my God, this that is great. Is too much, man. I said, like I felt, big, you're like a big celebrity in Denver. Well, like that's what I mean. Like you go cross country and we, you know, we we get we get folks that listen from all over, but he actually said he goes, I sent in a question once and I said, he goes, I knew you would read it because I said I was from Sri Lanka and he was originally, but he lives in right. Denver. Right. And he goes, You butchered my name. And I said, well, What's your name? And he says, It's Rothen. And I go, well, How do you spell that? He goes, R-A-T-H-A-N. I go, oh, and I probably pronounced it like Rathan, like Nathan. He goes, that's right. exactly what you did. I go, right. oh, dude, I don't know how to say your name. So that's great that you showed his driver's license. Hey, no, it's I had to. <laughs> yeah, right. But I said, I felt like Costanza, like when he wants to leave on a high note. I was like, dude, that, the night's over. I can just that get is, out of here now. That is a great story, bro. Yeah, yeah. That I figured you'd enjoy that. Classic story. Yeah, yeah. I would story. think I was getting set up too at first. I have to be honest. That's I, and I, I, I asked a few more times. I go, was this a setup? Because this is a little too like obvious. Or and she's like, no, Jerry. I swear to God, it's we did. I did not set this up, so it was it was hilarious, dude. A nice guy, you know. Every, everyone we yeah. meet, always cool, you know. But uh, did you tell them to watch a YouTube channel now? I mean, I said, uh, I gotta do we have, we have over a thousand <laughs> subscribers on YouTube, man. We need we need to get up to about two thousand now. So let's go. So yeah. <laughs> but he said that he goes it. he goes. I only listen to one podcast, Giant Insider, and then he showed me his phone. And I'm like, that's yes, that's it, yes. So that is that is frigging great, Jerry. Yeah, that's a classic yeah. story, man. Yep. Yeah, yeah, good stuff. Yeah, I was like, Jerry, you remember the story years ago? The guy was chasing me down with yep. his car. That was yep. freaking, and the guy's looking at me like, I'm like, I think I'm going to get whacked. Yeah, and this guy's, yeah, yeah. this guy's waving giant stuff at me like, no, I can't be. That was great. Yeah. So that, that's all great experiences, man. You know, when yeah. we're doing this, you know, it's, it's fun, it's, man. It's great stuff. So it's so much fun, dude. So, yes, you know, hey, Brian, Irish NFL show. What's up, brother? You know, so. Oh, there he is. Yeah. Sorry about that. Oh, everything yeah. giants. I hit, I hit uh, Adriana. Yeah. Yes. I did show him the driver's Adriana. license. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What's so. up, Adrian? Adri oh, sorry, Adriana. Sorry, yes. yeah. Adriana. yeah. So here yes. we are, dude. 
Um, another week. And yeah, no, Jerry would fit in with uh, Dable's <laughs> coaching staff, no question about it. And you know what, Jerry? So I was thinking about something I brought up to you a little while ago. You are on yeah. board with it. Um, final wrap up with the with the, with the Giants season, and uh, I was thinking about covering all three units: the offense, the defense, and the special teams. And let's do a little breakdown, Jerry. We'll both get our opinions. See if we we agree on the same guys. Yeah. MVP of each unit and the biggest disappointment. And it'd be interesting to see what people say as they as they start making comments on this, you know. So, we'll we'll we'll, think, we'll both say who we feel is the MVP of that unit, and we'll right. go who we feel maybe is the biggest disappointment of yeah. that unit out of three awesome. units. So, Jerry, let's kick it off, bro. Um, let's do the defense first. Um, yeah. Who do you have as a defensive MVP of the twenty twenty three Giants season? Well. It's between two guys, and I'm going to go with the one who played – one of the ones who played every single snap for us. Maybe he didn't start off the best, um, and maybe someone on this team is more talented from a just – he's the – you know, Dexter Lawrence is one of the best in the league in his position, but I got to go with Bobby Okereke, dude. Yeah. To me, he was the MVP of the defense, especially the way he came on. He gave us a sideline-to-sideline presence that we haven't had in forever at the linebacker position. Um, and, and look, Micah McFadden's a nice player, but he, he made him look better. Right. I, I think, at least I think so he made players better around him. He played every single snap. Um, he caught on probably week four or five really, and just finished the year. So strong, dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, great signing. I'm going to go with him. I'm going to go with Bobby. Yeah, and I'm with you, brother. I'm with you. Look, Dex, we know Dex had a very good season. Dex. So, and he does so much. It doesn't show on the stat sheet. We know that, right? Yeah. Uh, Dex second team all pro again. Quite an accomplishment considering the Giants are not drafting all pros. Okay. We're going to get into something in the offseason, too, as we move along in this process, Jerry, the drafts. Yeah. And uh, even Joe Shane, we got to kick this up a little bit. Okay. Uh, I'm going to bring up other teams as we move along in this. Just a quick example, just not to get off subject. We look at the Ravens Sunday and you have have an all pro guy in the defensive line. They got two all pro linebackers and my boy Kyle on the back end, all pro. We got to kick up this draft and do it. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. That's for another time. We'll get into that as the season moves along. Jerry, I'm with you. Bobby O'Currike. Um, Dex set second. I think Bobby, look, he's he called the plays, he called the signal, had the green dot, played every damn snap, 130 plus tackles, couple sacks, forced fumbles up the you know what. Four, yeah. I think it wound up with four. Couple of picks, right? I think a couple of picks, a pick, whatever the hell it was. Bobby, um, yeah, I agree with it. I agree with you, dude. Um He's my defensive MVP too. Great signing by Joe Shane. Yeah, great free agent signing. We we'll hope, hopefully, Joe can reel in another guy like that in this free agency coming up in a couple of months. Yeah, that that could, makes an impact, right, Jerry? I right. mean, well, I, dude, you know me a long time now. What do I always talk about? Give me impact guys players. that make an impact. Right, right. Impact, not guys out there making you know eight tackles. Blah 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 blah. <laughs> right, impact. Right. Okay. Yeah. So Dan, you should be wearing that fifty-eight proud between Banksy Pierce. And now Bobby O'Currike, yep. you should be wearing that uh, because this guy is the real deal. He had a great year. So yeah. we both agree on that. Now, Jerry, biggest disappointment? Who do you the, got? The first name that just comes to mind, I think it's an easy one for me, is um, Aziz Ojolari. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm going I mean, to how could it – from an injury perspective and even when he played, it just didn't seem like he was – I don't know if he wasn't all the way back or what, but – we expected him to have even more sacks than Thibodeau and the way he played it. Just this season was a nightmare for him, Chris. 
I agree with you, Jerry. Uh, unfortunately, Aziz is my choice too. Um, like you said, you know, I didn't when he did play, didn't do anything really. Um, yeah. Out, at, he was injured a lot. But the thing is that you were relying on him so much, right? We, yeah. Going into the season, we're like we wanted that bookend yeah. opposite of <clears throat> Kayvon. Yeah, never really panned out. You know, never was really healthy, and yeah. he got healthy end of the year. And he did tell me he was healthy end of the year. Never really made the impact and all that stuff. So we expected so much, right, Jerry? In year yeah. three from Aziz Ojolari, and um, he was a big disappointment, man. You know, a big disappointment. Um, I, I, what, I, yeah. I can't really think of anybody else where I would say, man, I was a real big disappointment. You know, unless well, I, I didn't want to pick on the kid because he's a rookie, but we, you know, he ended up having a really bad year. And I think just think the jump from Old Dominion to the pros was too much. Like Trey Hawkins had a really bad year. Like we thought, well, let's see what we have with these two guys. Banks turned out, Banks is turning out to be a very good corner. Hawkins had a bad year. And again, dude, I'm not calling him a failure by any means, but it was a rough season for him. He's the other one that comes to mind, um, but it's, it's way down the list for me. It's just down, it's farther down the list. Like outside of that, like, no one else. I was. I don't know yeah. what I was expecting, though. You know, right, so. right. That's that's the key thing. What are you expecting? And then you say, "Oh, wow, right, you know? right." You know, I mean, I I have to be honest with you, dude. After the first three games or so, you know, a guy like McKinney, I was looking at him like, okay, Same. what are we what are we doing out there? Right, these kids yep. at this. But no, I mean, finished. Zay finished. Zay finished the second half of the season playing at a, a Pro Bowl level. So yeah, definitely yeah. not him. Yeah, uh, Boogie Basham. Uh, I, yeah. I, 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 Dan Mann just asked about Boogie Basham. I'm gonna give you a play. I'm gonna give you a quick story on Boogie Basham, Dan. Nice. Um, I'm on the radio during the season um, with a guy from Buffalo. Up, oh, it was Rochester, Rochester, big Buffalo Bill fans. Mm. And the guy asked me on the radio station. He goes, uh, "So, how do you like Boogie Basham? You know, is he doing anything for you guys?" And I was like, "No, he's not." <laughs> I said, I, "I see why Brandon being, you know, launched him." You know, high, you know, <laughs> second round pick there. Where the hell you I I see why Brandon Bean moved on from him. Yeah. He did nothing. He's a free. He he won't be back. So, all right, Jerry. So, we finished the defense, right? Let's yeah. go to the offensive side of the ball. The offensive MVP, Jerry. Who do you got? Well, if I'm strictly going by MVP, he didn't play enough. It's Andrew Thomas, but I can't do that. MVP of this team. I'm. It's dude. The offense was so bad. I I have to go with Saquon. For me, just because without him, I don't know what this offense would have looked like this year. And I know he only he didn't crack a thousand yards. Uh, Fourteen still, games still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had some injury issues, but I mean, what else is there? It's almost like like process of elimination for me that he's the MVP because other than maybe a, a Darius Slayton who had a, had a good year, a solid year, I'm not giving him MVP of the offense. So I, I'm going to go with Saquon Barkley. Yeah, I'm with you, bro. I'm with you. He did lead the team in receiving and rushing touchdowns. He did have 900 plus yards in 14 games. You got to yeah. remember that, right? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and where the hell would they be without well, Saquon, too? So, like you said, Jerry, it's not like this was an explosive offense. You know, <laughs> I mean, you know, they were 20, forget about what, 30 or 30, basically 30, 31st in every category. Yeah. yeah. Not a good offense this year. Um, so, but if there's one guy you got to pick, uh, I would go with Saquon Barkley myself. Yeah. Uh, with Evan Neal, a solid second. No, no. So Saquon Barkley. Uh, but speaking of Evan you Neal, I have a feeling you, I know we yeah. were going to go with this. Yeah, so, Jerry, we picked, the, we picked the offensive MVP. Uh, I guess we have to go to the biggest disappointment of the offense. I have a feeling I know we're going to go with this one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What do you got? Well, you go first. Because I've been well, going, I went first. Look, look. Yeah, who who else would it be? It's got to be Evan Neal. Yeah, come on. I'm sorry. Yeah. You know, um, we expected so much in year two. Yeah. 
Not, you know, obviously he was injured, but when he was playing, did not play well at all. It yep. really set the offensive line back in a lot of ways. Yep. Okay. Um, so yeah, we gotta go. I'm gonna go with Evan Neal. Yeah. Um <laughs> Mike says you, Daniel. Mike says Daniel Jones. Yeah, well, look, 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 Daniel was hurt a lot and didn't play well, but you know what? We were expecting that big stud right tackle, seventh overall pick, and all that. I can see people saying Jones too. I, I can see that, yeah. but I'm gonna go with Evan Neal. Yeah. Too. Yeah. All right, dude. Special teams. You go first this time. Who's your MVP? My MVP is special teams. Uh okay, you ready? Yeah. The guy who basically settled down the position. Right? Yep. What the hell is that? You shooting somebody? Gunner. Oh. <laughs> oh, Gunner. <laughs> I thought you were freaking ready to wax somebody. Right. So the guy who settled down the position, he had a punt return and all that stuff came in yeah. here. Uh Yep, gonna gonna Slavsky, yeah. man. I'm going with him. I, you yeah. know what? Um, I'm gonna go with him for the special teams MVP. Uh, Jamie Gillen had some bright moments. Don't get me yeah. wrong; he had a pretty yeah. decent season. Yeah. Um, I really like Don A. I like Nick on the Cam gunner Brown. spot. Speaking Cam of Brown's gunners, still good. Speaking yeah. of gunners, I like them as a gunner. Uh, but you have to love what Gunner Oslowski did when he Oslowski Oslowski when he came in here, yeah. and he added a punt return. To Mick, to the to the to the uh, to the party. So, I'm gonna go with Gunner as the MVP. Yeah. What say you? Yeah, I mean it's easy, Gunner, right? And and it, it's funny because we said he settled down the position. I didn't care if he didn't return anything; just catch the ball. That's how bad it was. And I don't know if it's sad or hilarious that we're picking the same players. I just think it's that obvious, right? I, these, yeah. like, it's not a year where you're like, oh, you can make the argument for other guys. Like for me, dude, I, the same thing. The position was settled down, and I didn't know he could do what he did. Uh, against the Rams on the 94-yard return. Now, like you said, there are other guys, right? Gillen had a good year. I've always liked, obviously, Cam Brown. Darnay Holmes, you pointed out a million times that that he's playing well, special teams. Carter Coughlin. Carter Coughlin's another one. But come on, man. Gunner, I mean, you know, just catching the punts. I said, you know, in in the Insider last week, I did a keep him or dump him or keep him or, or, or let him walk. Not dump him. Keep him or let him walk. And I said, Gunner, I mean, keep him and clone him if possible. Like, Oh my! Give him a four or five year contract if he can catch the ball. So, uh, yeah, it's this one's obvious, dude. Absolutely obvious. Yeah. And biggest disappointment? Well, it, it's it's Gano. I mean, for me, you know, no one else jumps out as being, you know, a disappointment on special teams. Like there were there weren't too many gross right. issues, but Gano right. was, you know, he obviously hurt himself, and then he was trying to kick. He was missing kicks. He usually just would that were chip shots. Uh, and then, and then, you know, all of a sudden he's out for the year. So, look, I love Gano, but how could you? Not, how could he not be the most disappointing on special teams? Yeah, I, mean, I, don't, I don't even know it's a close second. Yeah, it looks like we're going to agree in each position, man. I'm going to go with Graham too. I mean, look, the injury he did miss. Look, I, I say this a thousand times. If you're out there, yeah, then you got to produce, right? And he did mm -hmm. miss some key field goals and all that stuff. Yeah, um, the, the Dallas game. Not that I'm really blaming him, but the block field goal changed right. the whole season around, basically. Right. Right. Uh, Andrew right. gets hurt, the whole deal. So, um, yeah, so the biggest disappointment, I'm going to have to go uh, with Graham Gano, which – That's know, a good one. That's a good one, Curdy. Curdy Kurt says Eric Gray. That's a good yeah, one. Yeah, listen, Curdy, you know what? It, he got yanked early, you know, after they finally realized. But he was a disappointment, no doubt. No yeah. doubt. Um, but I got to be honest with you, even with Gray, right? It wasn't like he was flashing all over the place yeah. in training camp. Yeah. Practices leading up to the regular where you said, All right, this dude, 
look at the expectations on this kid. Guys, right. I, I, you know, I, I hate to sound repetitive, Jerry, but you yeah. know what I'm going to say. Yeah. He should have never been there in the first place. Said it from day one. I don't know what the hell coaches are doing. Yeah. You know, uh, you, you know, saying, yeah, he's our guy. Yeah. I'm sorry. And you, and I guess I wasn't wrong, right? I mean, no, you no, yanked, 100% right. He brought yeah. Gunner in, well, yeah. and the rest is history. So, yeah. Um, that's why I'm not going to go with Gray. Um, yeah. It's, it's, the, it's the issue of expectations, right? Like, you know, what were we expecting from Eric Gray? From day one, you're like, dude, guys, he's struggling to catch punts. Like, we weren't like, oh, we got Dave Meggett. We got the second coming of Dave Meggett. We're good here. So it has to do with expectations, too. And you expect, you know, to be one of the best in the league. And, you know, and, and he was injured and, and just had a bad year um, with the injuries, too. So, yeah, I'm with you, dude. Gray was a good – it's a good mention, Curdy Kurt. But uh, the expectations just weren't there for it. It's like saying, like, on defense, like, that's why I said, like, it's almost like Trey Hawkins, right? He had a terrible year, but I don't know what I was expecting from a rookie from Old Dominion, no matter how many times they said, oh, we got a good corner here. Like, okay, well, let's see it happen first. <laughs> so, you know, I, I can't say he's the, you know, the most disappointing when I didn't know what to expect to begin with. So, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, so we're, we're in agreement on all three. You know, like you said, Jerry, not real tough, right? I don't think it was real <laughs> tough to make picks here. No. No, like if, if this was the 07 or 11 team and we said best player on offense or defense, maybe yeah. we both would have said Eli. But on defense, we may have been different. We may have said Tucker, yeah. Pierre yeah. Paul, or Roll. Like there were right. options. Now it's like, right. I mean, who else are you going to pick on these teams, right? Like, come on, each 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 team, you know, we both agree with Okereke because Dexter Lawrence missed some time. And, you know, uh, so they, they even the best and best and most disappointing weren't really that difficult. You know, that's how that's unfortunately the, the yeah. result of, of, of where this team is right now. So. And speaking of special teams, Jerry, you know, which has been a very up and down unit. Actually, right? Chris, we'll start off with that after the break. Guys, we're listening to the you're listening to the Giant Insider podcast with Jerry Foley and Chris. Nobody beats the biz busy now. Hang on one second. And we're back. Folks, listen to the Giant Insider podcast with Jerry Foley and Chris Bizignano. Go ahead, bud. Yeah, I was, you know, saying before we went to break there, um, you know, speaking of special teams, they did bring in a special teams coach, right? Yeah. Dave settled on oh, I should say settled, but he hired Michael Gobriel uh, from yeah. the Jets. Yeah. Um, he's just, he was the assistant coach. Next, to one of the best, considered one of the better special teams coaches in Brand Boyer in the league. Yeah. So yep. you look at this, you know, signing by Dable, bringing him over from a, you know, look, here's the bottom line. His special teams unit has been up and down for a couple of years on the McGahee. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Dable retained them, obviously, when he comes here. And he just wasn't happy with the unit this year. He really wasn't happy with the unit last year. They bring back McGahee, blah, blah, blah. Again, up and down, stupid mistakes, communication issues, block field goals, all that stuff. So he moves on from McGahee. And now we bring in, now Dable brings in the guy from the Jets. Um, so he learns, he's been three years as an assistant, you know, and you kind of hope, now this doesn't mean he's going to be a great, very good special teams coach. You don't really find these things out, Jerry. Until what? It's his unit now. Right. He has to make the calls. Right. He has to make right. the calls all the shots. So, uh, but learning from Brant Boyer is a positive, no question about it. Uh, I see like guys like Thomas Morstead, the punter from the Jets, <clears throat> praising him. Like a couple of special teams guys saying, oh, you got a hard worker here. This guy is a real good coach. Yeah. And the Giants are fortunate to get him. So you look at that and you say, okay, right? Yeah. Hopefully, the unit. Hopefully, unit gets much better, communication so, wise too. Jerry, too many times, eleven guys, uh, ten guys on the field. 
Right. So yeah. to, to, to your point here, Chris, Mark Thompson chimes in with it. It's interesting mm -hmm. you guys aren't really calling out special teams for bad play yet. We fired McGahey. Hmm. I, and I, I understand what you're saying, but to what Chris just said, like 10 guys on the field or too many men on the field, stupid penalties. Like that's the issue, right? Like there were guys that played well for this special teams unit, but they, there were, there were stupid mistakes that they were making. So yeah, I mean, we're, we're calling it out. We're calling it out now, right? We're, we're saying like, this doesn't, you know, this, this team needed, to, this unit needed to change. There were guys who played well, but the unit overall, it's it just gets stale after a while. And you said like the last couple of years um, were very, um, you know, tenuous. You felt like, you know, coverage units, punting, receiving all of it. You're just like, you're, you're wincing when the special teams unit would come out. So uh, to yeah, your I, point, Mark, we are calling it out a little bit. Jerry's so. pretty funny. I remember I remember right, it was a preseason game where they gave up a return or something and Dable stared at McGahey. Remember? Yeah, right. right. <laughs> On the sideline. And um right. I think the cameras caught it, obviously, and everybody saw it. And they're like, oh wow, look at the way McG look at the way Dable staring at him. Right. Staring at him and uh, all that stuff. So right. look, it was a unit that uh, you know Dable wanted to move on from you know, wanted a new voice and in, you know, and he did. And he brings so we'll see what this guy brings down the road. Um he's gonna get uh, uh, Jamie Gillen will be back another year. And obviously, Gano, with the knee surgery, we all expect Graham to be Graham again next year. Right? Yeah, uh, that's, yeah. what, that's what I'm expecting him. And we'll see. You know, Gillen's a guy, you know, he'll go through a stretch where you're like, man, this guy is one of the best punters in football. And then Jamie will have those two games yeah. where he's very inconsistent, you know. So, yeah. Uh, but he's on the contract. He'll be back next year. And, you know, I, I saw where guys had caught a Coughlin, Jerry. And Cam Brown basically put on their Twitter accounts or their Instagram, basically thinking they're done. Mm -hmm. They were basically saying goodbye to Giants fans. When they had the exit meetings, I guess it didn't really go well. And it, I guess Shane and Dave's told them that, yeah. you know, you're free agents and we're probably going to go another direction. That's yeah, they were drafted in 2020, so their four-year deals are up. That's you know? what I, that's the impression I'm under. They kind of said goodbye in their Instagrams. I remember the exit meetings. Yeah. You know, um, Cam Brown, not really surprised about. Um, caught a Coughlin, I am a little bit. Oh, I, I would have, I would, I would have reversed that. That's funny. Okay, I thought Cotter was much better than Cam. You know, yeah. I know Cam a couple years ago was really good. I just thought he was yeah. all right last year. I thought Coughlin was much better, and um, just my opinion. That's what you know, looking yeah. at it. And I thought Cotter would be a guy they want to bring back, but it seems like they might not. So, uh, so we'll see what happens there. Yeah, it's it's not. I mean, look, their deals are up. They don't they don't get playing time on the defense. So I think, look, how good are they on – can you get the same play from someone that you take in college or an undrafted free agent? And, and Giants probably think, you know, it's just not worth resigning these guys to extensions when they can perhaps get that from, you know, someone who's not going to be as expensive as these guys would be. So it is what it is. That's just the name of the game now. It's a, it's a money thing. Um, but you know, over the over the last four years, Cam Brown's been very good. It was funny because he he actually probably could have been called for a clip on Gunner's uh, Gunner's punt return. I've watched <laughs> that a million times. Like, oh my God, Cam, please don't touch him. And he looked like he was a bit of a clip, but whatever. Um, but yeah, and, and it's funny, man. When they when they you know hire a special teams coach, it's like, okay, where'd they hire him from? How are their special teams? Like, it's just you're not as passionate about a special teams coordinator as you are you know, offensive coordinator or defensive, like you, you have a guy in mind and you're like, Oh, let's go get this guy. I love his scheme or, mm. or that guy. And, and special teams, it's like, all right, let's just improve the, the, the consistency and the level of play. And, you know, we'll see where it goes. But like you said, until it's his unit, you don't know, we don't know what we have. So. Yeah. And special teams thing, Jerry is one of those things where you look at it and go, okay, he signed a special teams coach. He's, but 
And then you say, okay, it's special teams until right, right, right. <laughs> until another team right. returns a punt 80 yards yeah. or blocks a field goal and goes the other way. Right. And that's when you start going crazy about what the F is going on, especially, right? right? Right. So, you know, they bring in this guy and we'll see what he does. Um, yeah. Like I said, he learned on here, he learned on one of the better special teams coaches yeah. in the league and Brant Boy with the Jets. And, um, and hopefully he brings this unit to another level because they definitely needed a new voice in there. We, Look, kind of talked about it for a while. McGay, he probably we kind of figured he might not be back, right? There's yeah. no question. So Extreme Perry says Dallas knowing they'd be able to block a kick tells you all you need to know. Yeah. Yeah, they saw something in the right. They saw something they, they felt they could expose. They did. And that's not good, right? That's yeah. not good. So yep. um, on the offensive yeah. side, Jerry, look, Mike Kafka goes yeah. for a second interview with Seattle. Yep. Um, now I still don't believe he's Going to get that job, but pretty interesting. They did bring him in. I, you know, they brought in a bunch of other guys too, uh, Dan Quinn being one of them and all that. But Mike did get a second interview. He obviously interviews very well. You know, it's going to be Dan Quinn there, right? I, I, Jerry, I, I also thought it was going to be Belichick in Atlanta. You know, so yeah, yeah, yeah. These things are like, you yeah, know, very fluid. Until it happens, it happens, right? Yeah, right, right. Um, you know, so. I think Quinn will wind up either in Seattle or Washington or, yeah. you know, or Washington from what I'm hearing, Jerry, um, they're kind of waiting for Ben Johnson too, you know, the yeah. offensive coordinator for the Lions. Yeah. That he's a possibility. I don't know? like that Washington's getting their shit together, Chris. For years they were punching yeah. bags and they're getting their stuff together, man. Yeah. So. Yeah. They bring a guy in from San Francisco, right? Uh, that was John Lynch's guy. You know, no. uh, you look at that and you go, Oh, right. So yeah. you got to see that. Like you said, uh, you kind of like don't like the idea that they're actually getting their crap together. New owners, yeah. Adam yeah. Peters, yeah. they're gonna hire that guy, the head coach. You're probably gonna uh -huh. draft the quarterback, as we all know. No good. Right? Yep. And they could turn that stuff around in a couple of years, man. So, uh, so yeah, Kafka, no issues with Kafka and Dable, Jerry. Yeah. No issues with Kafka and Dable. No okay. friction going on. Yeah. Uh, you know all that crap that's being thrown yeah. around. Yeah. But we'll see what happens. Um, I don't expect it. Jerry, um, but I really didn't expect Raheem Morris to be hired by the Atlanta Falcons. That was a shocker. Okay. Yeah. So Jerry, which is kind of leads us to something, man. It's yeah, pretty funny, right? Um. Uh. uh yeah. Well, I don't know. But Kurt yeah. says I live in Atlanta. I'm a little worried about losing Jerome Henderson to Falcons if they want him as DC because he was on the staff with Morris in sixteen from sixteen to nineteen. He's one of the right. best. Yeah. Well, we'll see what happens there. You know. Um. But can you imagine, dude, that the way it's shaping up right now, that Bill Belichick yeah. and Mike Vrabel probably are not – you can't count Vrabel out yet, but I'm saying it looks like Belichick and Vrabel, most likely definitely Belichick. He only had one interview with one team. Right. Two interviews with one team. That's it. Unbelievable, dude. That Vrabel and Belichick – both might not be coaching this season. I, I find that amazing. It's, it's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. And guys, I know guy, guy Williams. Let's just it, it would. There's a better chance of them of of, of Chris Bizignano or Jerry Foley being defensive coordinator than Bill Belichick. I know. Bring him <laughs> back home. I, I know. We we we'd love that, right? Storybook ending, right? But it's just it would never ever happen ever ever. But Jerry, um, I got to ask you this. Go ahead. I was thinking about this last few days. Right? Mm. Belichick doesn't look like he's going to be coaching this year. Right? Yep. You want to talk about a little bit of a shadow. Oh, the specter of him is huge, dude. 
hanging over, or should I call it a cloud? Whatever you want to call it. Whatever hanging you over, call it. Oh, yeah. Hanging over MetLife Stadium. Absolutely. <laughs> and the giant 1925 Giants drive that I tell you, man, you look at it and say, well, Brian Dale <laughs> better have a pretty decent year next year when everything doesn't go south when you have a guy like Bill Belichick hovering, right? Right. Right. And I'm not saying anything. All I'm saying is that, boy, when you think about Belichick hovering, being available next offseason, that's got to be a little bit on Brian Dable. I don't care what you say. That's got to be a little pressure on Dable, man. Where, I mean, yeah. I better have a – I could be out of a job if I have another 5-12 and 12 or 6-11 and 11 season. Man. I, I'm sorry. I don't care what you say, dude. So just last week I was saying this. Belichick, like you said, looked like he was going to the Falcons. So that wouldn't have happened. Now, the the, the similarities or the or the polar opposite, I guess, nature of, of Nick Sirianni and Brian Dable to me is fascinating right now. Because in Philly, you have a coach who's not who's going to have new coordinators, but it's clear that he's a clown show now in the sense that, okay, there, you know, there's a lot of like the the specter of Howie Roseman, like you have to bring these guys in and these guys in. Like you're not. He's not going to be respected in that locker room next year. And with the Giants, it's the complete opposite. Playing chess with uh, – or playing, you know, dare with with uh, Wink Martindale. Firing the, the linebacker coaches who, you know, went to Glazer. And then, you know, even if Kafka leaves, well, Kafka left. But the the, the you, you basically have two situ- – you have a situation where you're losing coordinators on one side and on the other team, but the coaches, I think, are looked at entirely differently. Now – with that being said, with Belichick still out there, if the I'm telling you, man, it's just the way it is nowadays, Chris. If the Giants start off 0 and 1, 0 and 2, 1 and 4, next year, that, like you said, that cloud or specter of Belichick is just going to get bigger and bigger. Mm-hmm. And it's just going to be like, bring him home. Let's have this storybook ending. So it is imperative, Chris. I mean, I can't believe we're saying this now that Dable gets this offseason right. And that you start off hot because it is a thing, dude. It is absolutely but, an issue. Jerry, you have to talk about that now because we all assumed Belichick was going to be a head coach this year. Yep. I thought he would get more than one interview, right? But yep. it didn't seem like Blank brought him down in Atlanta a few times. It looked like it was going to be a done deal. But, you know, Belichick wants control. I don't know how that worked out. I, I wasn't in the office at Arthur Blank, so I'm not going to speculate what the hell happened down there. Unless somebody I know – that's very reliable. It tells me, hey, this is what happened. You know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know. Yep. But this is the bottom line, is that it looks like Belichick is not going to be – and he wants to be – he wants to coach this year. I think somebody just put down the uh, – I kind of expect – oh, yeah, Bill Hornett says, I kind of expect the Bill to take a year off, to be honest. He didn't want to take a year off. Right. He doesn't yeah. want to take a year off. He wants to coach Bill. Yeah, yeah. Now, he might be forced to take a year off. Yeah. Okay. But the bottom line is this. We didn't expect to have this conversation, Jerry. Yeah, right. Where we were saying to ourselves, holy crap, you know, Belichick is not going to be coaching this season. And that's the way it's looking right now. Right, right. I mean, unless unless he go look, unless Washington comes in now and says, all right, get Belichick. But, Jerry, that would have happened already. Right, right. As soon as Raheem Morris, Jerry, as soon as the Falcons <clears> – <throat> We're bringing in other guys for second interviews after Bill. Mm-hmm. Adam Peters of Washington would have been like, holy shit, I guess it's not working out down there. Get Belichick yeah. up here. 
Yeah. Right? Kyle Kilday, Belichick's recent draft records, bad. No way a team gives him personnel. No, I don't think he wants it, though. I don't know if he wants personnel control next time around. I don't know if he'd want it this time, Chris. I, I, um, you know. I'm not sure about that, Jerry. I think he I think he probably does, but I think oh, – listen okay. to this, Jerry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. The one exception down the road would be the Giants. Yeah, yeah. I think the one exception would be the Giants. Well, the, the speed in the – yeah, go ahead. I, and I, and folks, I'm not saying this to put pressure, but it's it is reality now. It's a thing. It, it's it's reality. It's reality yes. now. Yeah. Yep. And I could tell you, years ago, there was conversation of Belichick coming back to the Giants, folks. Yeah. Trust me, and I'm telling you, it was yeah. a conversation. I think it was before the Shermer hire, whatever the hell it was. There was conversation. There was back channels going on with Belichick back. Of, it was in the conversation. I think it was around. I think it was around. I think it was around the judge one, Chris. Judge one. Okay, you got a better memory of this. I remember what you what we talked about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, it was in the conversation, folks. Belichick was bouncing around again, coming back to the Giants. Didn't work out. Whatever it was, right? Yeah, yeah. We all know that. Yeah. All I could say is, is that, and I'm not saying, oh, I hope Dable. You know, we got to get. All I'm saying is, we did not expect to have this conversation. Well, Bill Belichick is not coaching the 2024 season. Right. Well, very – I mean, it looks like we. that's what's going to happen. Yeah. So Bill's going to take a year off, go on television for a year or whatever the hell he's going to do. Right. And I'm just telling you. Oh, yeah, dude. He – that will be hovering if the Giants get off to a very bad start. And if even if they go one and three, Jerry, next year, they better look really good going one and three. You get what I'm right. saying? Oh, yeah, dude. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because it'll grow. Well, yep. look at this. This is going south. Dave yep. can't, he's losing. Can't win. He can't win without Wink, they'll well, say. He, or can't he, win without whatever. this one. Yeah. By the way, yeah. by the way, uh Wink Barndale, not even a coach yet. Hasn't been hired yet. Right. Which I right. kind of laugh Everyone was because, everyone was worried he was going to Philly, right? Which I kind of laugh at because there was so many people thinking Wink was going to be hired in about five seconds. And he will, I'm sure he will, but guess what? Extreme Perry. You, know? you look at the woman you're with differently when you have a shot at the one that got away. All right. So it's look, it's something that's going to hover. Yeah. Next year, I don't think there's any question. If yeah. the Giants, you know what I mean, you got to see how this plays out. And I'm not saying Dables, you know, I'm not saying Mavis looking at Dable. Go, oh, don't worry, we got Bill of Bail Dable. I'm not saying that. All I'm saying right. is this yeah. will be this will be a topic yeah. of conversation. Yeah. Next fall. Yep. If things are not going right in Giants land. Yeah, right. And especially you agree with that, Jerry. Oh, dude, a thousand percent. A thousand percent. It's going to get bigger and bigger if things go awry. If things start going awry, man. You know, look, I I, I like Brian Dable. And I, I think I think this is the this reminds me. I, I, I hate to say it like this, but because you do this, I do this too much. But it just reminds me of Parcells 84 season where he's going to do this his way. And if he goes out, uh, if he loses, he's going out his way. If he wins, he's going to keep going. So I just think it's a very pivotal year for Dable. I think a lot of the fan base, it's their opinion, right? You, you liked Wink Martindale. You wanted him to stay. Okay, fine. So there's 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 not as long of – I hate using the word leash, but there's not as long of a of – there's not as much patience this year with, with Dable. That's how it's going to be. So when he – if they start off poorly, the talk's going to start almost immediately, Chris. Now, Jerry, what will, what will negate that is if they draft a quarterback. If they draft one yeah. of these kids coming out, yeah. Yeah. And they make a move, whatever it might be. Say they draft one of these kids. 
Yeah. And from what I understand right now around the NFL circles, Jerry, yeah, the rankings are Caleb Williams, mm-hmm. Jaden Daniels, and Drake May. Oh, Drake May's third now. That's what I'm hearing. A lot of it seems like a lot of people have Daniels at that second spot and okay. the third. Anyway. And and the other guys, they we can talk. I just want to ask you, do you think they're a reach at six? Who's a reach? Penix, Bonix, uh, McCarthy. Jerry, I, I, look, that's not for me to evaluate. Um, that's it depends on how they scout them. You know? Isn't it fascinating though that they would be pick six when that was Daniel Jones and the reach at six to me? <laughs> yeah, that like is that that cool. that's like guys, those who don't study history are doomed to repeat it. Like, holy crap, don't reach for your guy at six, guys. If you do not. Again, I'm not going to go off on this now, but I, I go. I will a little. If 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 you don't have your guy at six, do not reach because Gettleman did that. Don't do it. Get the best player. We need a lot anyway. So, yeah. So, um, you know, then if that happens, right, then there's really no <laughs> Belichick shadow, in my opinion. Right. Right. Yes. I'm just saying this: if they don't go quarterback, Daniel's the guy next year, and it's going south. And I'm not saying anybody's going to get fired. I'm not saying both of them are gone, Shane. All I'm yeah, saying no, right, is right, right. the conversation in the fall, it will be brought up that, you know, well, you know, this is kind of going south here and Belichick's ready to roll, right? Yeah. Took a year off. You know, well, and, and, not his and, choice. And, and Richard Mullen, I don't think Dable and Shane are a package deal. I really don't. I think I, – that's just me. I, I mean, I, I think – if the Giants were to look at the personnel and say we like the direction we're going and, and things, whatever happened with Dable, I don't think personally that it's a package deal. But that's just, just my opinion on that. Um, oh. All right. What's that? Yeah, Jay, we got to go? No, we're going to take a break. Yeah, that's what I mean. We got to take a break. Yeah, yeah. let's take one one more break, guys. You listen to the Giant Insider Podcast with Jerry Foley and Chris Bisignano. Hang on one second. And we're back. Folks, listen to the Giant Insider Podcast with Jerry Foley and Chris. Nobody beats the biz. Bisignano. Um, what'd you think of Fangio going to Philly? Seemed like it was a lot of back channeling going on there, boy. Yeah, right. I think they made a complaint. I think Miami might have made a complaint with the league. I don't know. Yeah. Um, obviously that was worked out, right? Fangio yeah. next day he's hired by the Eagles. So uh, obviously they were talking behind the scenes there. Yeah. Whatever. I'm not, you know, okay, whatever. Fangio, yeah. you know, a lot I know a lot of people thought Wink was getting that and winds up Fangio. Fangio, who was an yeah, assistant so. with them in this uh, when he went to the Super Bowl last year, yeah, uh, he was like an assistant guy or whatever the hell he was called, a special whatever the hell he was. So yeah, um, right, consultant or whatever. He was like a consultant to uh, you know Jonathan Gannon, like uh, you know. So so yeah, so now he's gonna be one of the show. Okay, whatever. Right. Okay, you know, I'm not I'm not sitting here going, oh my god, they got Vic Fangio. Yeah. You know? So Tom Delopoulos says tight end at six and Rattler in second round. Yeah, let the let the speculation begin. Um, but yeah, that's gonna be interesting. But um. Yeah, the coaching changes, man. The, the the you know again, I don't know if Pete Carroll wants a coach either, but he's he's available. I have no idea if he's retired or not, if other people have yeah. interest. I just saw Belichick at first go into the Chargers. Now we know um, you know, he was gonna go to the we thought then he thought he was gonna go to the Falcons, but uh Jim Harbaugh's back, baby. Jim Harbaugh's gonna turn that around, you know. Oh, no, there's, a, not, there's not a question in my mind. I, you know, and the, the AFC West and good for Antonio Pierce finally happening, right? I'm happy for Antonio. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But the AFC West, dude, I mean, you have Sean Payton, Andy Reid, Jim Harbaugh, and a very exciting coach in Antonio Pierce. Very I mean, he's not with those guys yet, but the way the, the Raiders finished, I'm, I'm I'm really happy for him. But holy crap, dude, what a what a coaching carousel that is, man. 
You know, I, I see this one guy here, Michael. What was it? You know, I don't like the wink slander. It's not wink slander. I just no. found it funny that everybody thought that this guy was going to be hired in about two seconds as soon as he left. Oh, by the way, not left. As soon as he cursed out, they will slam the door and then couldn't be found in two days. You know, hey, cool. it's not slander, but I also don't like what Wink did when he left. Right. I right. also don't like that he was leaking stuff right. to Glazier, him and his boys, and then he was feeding other people in the media who came out with stories that mean nothing to right. anybody in the Giants building. Right, right. So, you know, I, I didn't like I don't like that either. And I wish Wink well. I always liked Wink. I used to talk with Wink. Yeah, yeah he was always he, got, he had a he was cool with you, right? Yeah, I mean Wink is a great dude. Respect for the dude. Here we but go. the bottom line is I also didn't like the way he left. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. I mean, you know. I, I don't like the stuff he did, but I wasn't making fun of Wink. I was just saying that so many people thought he was going to be hired in about five seconds because he's the greatest thing since life. Yeah, Jacksonville made sense, and, and everyone was so scared yeah. of the Eagles. Um, You know, okay, well, what corners do they have that he can run that defense, right? I mean, Darius Slay's older, Bradbury's gone. You're going to do it with the Kaylee Ringo? Okay, fine. Go there. Let's see what happens. But they didn't hire him, so. Yeah, so well, I'm sure he'll wind up somewhere, but I just find it pretty funny, that, you know, He's not high yet, and a lot of people thought he would be, like, you know, instantly. So, anyway, yeah. speaking of defense, Jerry, you know, they're doing pretty thorough search, defensive coordinator, right? Yeah. Pretty thorough, and there's still teams playing. So, does it, you know, who who do you feel is going to be uh, – who's got a lead? Who do you think they will – I don't know. I, I really don't know. You know, <laughs> I mean, you know, Bobby right. Babbage, a guy he knows, you know, he's getting another interview now. I think yeah. Miami's interviewing him, and – Campanelli from Miami's, but they hit the interviewing Babbage. So I guess Campanelli right now, they're not thinking about giving him the bump up the coordinator with Mike McDaniel in Miami. I don't know. You when know, do you think I, they'll I, decide by, Chris? What? When do you think they're going to decide by? I think that after this weekend, they're probably waiting for these four teams. If maybe they have somebody eyed up in okay. one of these four teams. Yeah. And they want to bring him in here. Yeah. Right. Him, yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. So, um, hey, look, they're being really diligent, you know, with, the, with this search, not rushing into anything. And all that. Um, so uh, I couldn't tell you though, as far as who, you know, am I hearing anything as far as one guy's in front? No. Yeah. Everybody's interviewed. We'll see who Dable goes with. Uh, now, Kyle, we didn't talk about this yet. It was going to be my next question to Chris. The, the Tibbs thing, um, but it's better to keep quiet than anything at all. I get this point. So Thibodeau spoke out about, you know, he was kind of pissed that Barkley wasn't paid. I, I did watch it. Like, I think I watched it twice. Right. Um, I What did you think of that, Chris? You think that's anything or, or what? what? How do you react to that? If you're and, and if you're the Giants, are you like, come on, man, like, please, we're we're trying to figure this out, or, or no? I, yeah, I Jerry, I gotta be honest. I wish he didn't say it. Yeah, I wish he didn't say it. Yeah. You know, I, he didn't mean any malicious by it. He was just right. saying, hey, Barkley should have got paid. Well, you know, Kayvon's got to understand something too that, you know, Barkley was offered a pretty good contract. He turned it down. Yeah. You know, and it wasn't the money he was looking for, but you know, and the tag was eleven million with some incentives, whatever, ten million plus plus incentives. You know, um, I wish he didn't say it, Jerry, but it's not gonna, you know, it's not like he's a. I see. <coughs> I saw some people like, oh, this guy's a locker room problem. He should open his mouth. He's not a locker room problem at all. Yeah, folks, there's so many people that go on and say, and they label somebody a locker room problem, and they'll say cancer, right? And they never were even close to a Giants locker room. Right. You know, yeah. so if you ever really think about somebody, hey, I wonder if this guy has a locker room issue. You know, what's the story in the locker room? Is he a problem? Then go to your, you know, tweet at somebody to your sources that you actually have confidence in. 
giant insider, it could be somebody else, whoever it might be, and say, you know what? Let me ask this because they're in the locker room. Sure. They talk to these guys. They're around these guys. So Mm. let me let me ask who somebody who I kind of like and trust, and and you'll get an answer. Because you know, if somebody asks me, hey Chris, um, is um is Darius Slayton? You know, he said something. Is he a problem? You think he's a locker? I'll answer you honestly. No, you know, and. Kayvon Thibodeau is not a locker room problem. The guys you were consistent with were DeAndre Baker and Kadarius Toney. Yeah, yeah. That, that was pretty obvious from the start for you. You named those two immediately like, I don't know about these guys. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so you know, and, but as far as Kayvon, look, I, I kind of wish he didn't say it. Yeah, right. But he did. You know, and all that. Uh, Daniel Jones. And, and, and when, you know, the thing I thought, like, when you say that, it's like, hey, Vaughn, like, try to try to navigate through signing a quarterback and knowing that it's the most expensive position to sign. And, you know, imagine if he didn't sign Jones and he goes somewhere, goes somewhere else and then excels. It's like, oh, you had the guy. So it's just the, you know, it, it's, it's the, I know he's mad for his friend. And, and look, Saquon's the, we said it, Saquon was the MVP of the offense this year, but it's the running back position and he's over. You know, he's on the wrong side of 25. It, it is what it is. It, it just, it sucks, but yeah, we'll see what, what are you going to do? Oh, by the way, Mike, um, I asked Dave Syverson about this guy because I like him too. Mike says Bo Nix at six is more talented than DJ was five years ago. No one, I don't think anybody disagrees with that. And I asked Syverson, I said, why Why are people not talking about Nix more? And he said he played, So I didn't know this. He said he played somewhere else first and struggled and then went Over. to Oregon and lit it up. And yeah, he, he said, and people played it over. Yeah. Right. And bad. people just don't change your mind. He said, people don't change your minds. There's people are just stubborn. He has them, I think in the second round anyway, but he's a guy who said, you, you, you know, you can Jerry, do a lot look, worse. Jerry, yeah. I, I've been watching Bo Nix since he was a freshman in Auburn. Right. I remember yeah. what his dad played in the nineties at Auburn. Yeah. Um, and he was, and then I see him this year at Oregon. Oh, and I said, Kurt with a cool comment, Chris, that's why I trust you guys. Good stuff, buddy. Thank you. Nice. So, and Jerry, I saw him this year at Oregon. I was like, holy crap. Is this the same Bo Nix I saw in Auburn? Right. I mean, right. He was in a great system in Oregon. The kid looked great. Yeah. Um, I don't have him as a top four or five pick either of one mm-hmm. of these kids, but I do have him like Dave does. I have him in the second round. Yeah. And, you know, one of those deals. That's that's the way I have him. Yeah. Or um, trade back into the first. You know, I don't have him as a top 10 pick. I right. don't. Right. Um, but we'll see. And Kyle Johnson, I saw if I was going hunting today, Kyle, you know. <laughs> I'm just going to click that one. You know what, Kyle? Uh, the only hunting that's going on is the New York Knickerbockers are going to start. They're hunting for your Celtics, buddy. Nice. That's what's going on, buddy. Chris you, is very you're getting happy. a Chris little is- nervous. You're getting a little nervous over my Knicks, Kyle. I noticed that on Twitter, you know, and all that stuff. You know, the New York guy that's a Boston fan. You know, the guy who makes fun of me. You know, the New York guy that's a Boston fan. You know, a Celtics fan. You know, all of a sudden, you know. But, but anyway. Uh, that's what we're hunted for. Jalen Brunson and the boys are hunted for those buffoons. Your choke artist Celtics, who we all know are going to choke again in the playoffs. Kyle, they do this every year. So get Chris ready, is, buddy. Chris is very long on the on the Knicks right now. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, look at this. Dan Man destroyed. Yeah, they destroyed my uh, my nuggets last night. Sorry, man. Dan, an all fan is Dan. That was a long road trip for the Nuggets. I think they were thinking about getting home. <laughs> and the Knicks got him at the right time, but still a great win by the Knicks. Al Nags with a cool comment. You guys are the best, and I listen to other pods, but I wait for the biz to confirm everything. Good stuff, man. Thank you, Al. Thank you. Good stuff. Um, there was another comment from Big Blue Wrecking Crew. Um, I wanted to – everyone's going to ask you yeah, this go one, Chris. Ha, ha, ha. No, no, no. <laughs> Hey, with this said, Chris, how about indeed left tackle Joe Alt? I mean, that's going to come up for the next four months. That'll be be coming up to the end of April, man. We'll see. (laughs) Can he play right tackle is the question. Yeah, so. 
That's 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 fun, man. Look, we're not again. We're not concentrating on the draft yet, but I, I think we're all we're all thinking about this, right? Like, how can you not? Um, yeah, Jerry, think about it. You know, Sunday's championship Sunday, right? Yeah. Then the next Sunday, everybody's off. You know, and then the Super Bowl two weeks from then, and then that when that Super Bowl's over, yeah, that's all you're really thinking about. We're first for agency and then the draft, yeah. right? But right. still, you're thinking about the draft. You are. Yeah, and it's interesting. Will the will the free agency affect what they do in the draft? I, probably, I mean, I I think they're going to go best player available. I don't think so. Yeah. You know, so uh, and unless, they, unless they sign like T Higgins and they probably won't go wide receiver in the first round, maybe yeah. unless Harrison drops, but you know, who the hell knows what they're going to do, but Oh, can we get Rangers pens in the playoffs again this year? Hopefully. Yeah. Rangers pens. Rangers got a Rangers. Rangers. They're in first place. They're hanging on by their skin of their teeth, man. Oh my God. He's <laughs> uh, um, yeah. Rangers. Every Gable. Year, I, um, I see just time. I see Jackson Weissman asking um yeah. Dable and Shane, they'll address they'll address us a week before the draft. Okay. The next time we'll hear from them. Oh, Kyle killed it answering it. All right, Kyle's oh. asking Kyle's oh. asking a serious question. That's impossible. Do you as the Giants go, Kyle, go Kyle after a trade for a lineman or free agency instead of the draft? Seems like we can't hit on linemen. That's a good question. That's not a, that's a, because you want to bring in a veteran. But we, well, what, what veterans have we brought in Kyle? That's worked. Right. Glowinski. <laughs> I mean, we bring in Feliciano. Now he's bowling people over with the 49ers. So I don't know. We drafted Andrew Thomas. So I don't know, man. I don't know the answer to that. You would think they're going to bring in a guard in free agency, but who the hell knows, dude? I don't know. Well, one thing we do know is that Shane's not afraid to trade. Right. So he's pretty aggressive when it comes to that. So good, good stuff. Big blue wrecking crew. Keep doing you. Appreciate reporting you do. Always honest. Well, good stuff. See, there you go. There you go, Chris. With some humor. Nice. All right. <laughs> Outside of Solder, what lineman? Yeah, exactly. Outside of Solder, what lineman was spent legit money on, though. Now we all oh, Glowinski was was, you know, wasn't the solder money, but it was expensive, right? Yeah. Um, and then, you know. Yeah, I, I mean, it, it's a good point, Kyle. I don't. It seems like whatever we do, we're not doing anything right with with the offensive line. So, I don't know if you can look at like what we've done in the past or just kind of scrap everything and start over and then just go with your instincts. I, I don't know, man. I don't know the answer to this. You know, I, I'd love to just fix this line, like I said, once and for all, and never talk about this again. Never talk about will the line improve? Because Chris said, are we going to have the same conversation next year? I, you know what? I don't know. I hope not. But who the hell knows? So. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sick of Oh, my God. So we'll see. If, uh, you know, free agency starts in a couple of months. We'll see what happens there. See how yeah. aggressive they are. Yeah. And, guys, please hit the thumbs up on YouTube if you're watching. we got 56 watching on a Friday night. That's pretty good. Good stuff. Thank you all for joining. Um, all right. What else, dude? This weekend, what are you uh, – what game are you looking forward to more, dude? Or are you not? Are you looking forward to both um, of them? Both the same, you know. Um, I think Baltimore will beat Kansas City. I don't think anybody's beating Baltimore. I got to be honest with you. Uh, and and now they're getting back to stud tight end too, man. So yeah, right. Um, I really like Baltimore, Jerry. Um, but I never, I never count out. You can never count out Mahomes and Danny Reed. Dude, know? is he an assassin or what? I mean, I thought Chris, I thought the Bills had it. I'm like, this is their time. They're gonna beat him. And then they stopped. And I, I it was funny because my my um someone was over. My my daughter's boyfriend's a Bills fan. And I said to him, I said, dude, whoever has the game, the ball last is gonna win this game. That's how it was going. And then they stopped the Bills twice. <laughs> and then and then they tried the fake punt with Hamlin. Oh, oh my God. 
And but Mahomes, man, he is just a killer. He's an absolute killer. I like I th- I agree with you. I think Baltimore's gonna win, but I just can't count Mahomes out until he's no. out, dude. Oh my look, god, he's so good. And look, one of the big reasons why they won last week because Spags made adjustments in the second half. Yeah, it's yeah, true. He, just, he yep. took away the running game. Yep. You know, he took away, and you know, that's Spags. You know, um, <laughs> they got those stops when they had him in the second half, you know. Yeah. Kyle. Oh, for the yeah. Ravens. Need to get this Taylor Swift shit over with. <laughs> well, I think a lot of people feel like you, Kyle. <laughs> you know, so but Jerry, um, you know, the MVP, Lamar, he's gonna win MVP, you know. Yeah. Um yeah. I really like the way they looked against Houston. They only gave up three points. They gave up a punt return, you know. But and, and that's a pretty damn good offense in Houston, you know. Yeah. Their defense is playing great. Jerry, they got playmakers, you know. You talk about impact, you know, they got them at all three levels. Defensive right. line. Your boy yeah. Clowney's playing really well. I know he is. You know, Van Noy's adding stuff. They, you know, that line, they got two all pro linebackers, dude. They yeah. got an impact guy in the back end with Kyle. Yeah. You know, they're just all around really good. I just can't see anybody beating them. I like them this week I, to, to knock the Chiefs off. But like I said, I'll never count out the Chiefs, but I do like the Ravens. And the other way, Jerry, I tell you, man, the other game, I was going back and forth with, I see today that Debo's not, uh, Debo Samuel's not even yeah. on the injury report. He's going to play Sunday. That's huge, dude. I think that makes a big difference for them. I'll go with the Niners. I think it's going to be a close one, though, man. I, I And it wouldn't surprise you if the Lions beat them. But, yeah. um, but I'm going to go with the Niners in the late one. Yeah, same. I mean uh... – yeah, like I you do. said, with Kyle, D, with D, with yeah. Debo, it's a, it's a different offense, right? It's uh, it's amazing how how good he is and how dominating the guy is. Um, yeah, Kyle, we think they have a chance. Um, um, I mean, you're going to be better at answering this than me, Chris. Is there an assistant in Spagstaff that the Giants can take as our DC? Yeah, uh, the the pro- well, that, they, they, there's a good chance they lose this weekend, so we'll you know we'll find out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I just want to ask you this one because it. Do you like J.J. McCarthy or no, Chris? What do you think of him? As far as drafted high? Yeah. No, I don't like okay. him as a as a number one draft pick. No, not at all. I think he's like a third-round kid. Okay. Late second, third. He's, he's, the, he's the most all-over-the-place opinion on Twitter from, like, that I've seen. I mean, people are like, this is this – is, he, he's a winner – He's he's the next Tom Brady to oh my god are you crazy he's a sixth rounder like it's just all over the map so I just wanted to get your opinion on it I know you've watched a lot of college football yeah yeah no I mean I like JJ but I don't have him in in that first you know group of guys uh, I yeah. have him in that second level you know and all that stuff that's interesting before too uh, the way they the way you said that the the league is is ranking them right um, the, the I'm, I'm just hearing that it seems yeah. like the buzz around the league as far as it seems to be Caleb. Jaden Daniels and Drake May. Yeah. One, two, and three. And and obviously, Jerry, the buzz right now that a lot of people feel it's going to be quarterback. One, two, and three. And it's certainly looking like the Bears are going to go quarterback. And they're not going to trade out of those spots, guys, if they want a quarterback. They're, I oh, mean, no. they, they unless, you, unless you give them four first rounders, and that's never going to happen because you just destroy your franchise. Um, they're not going to trade out of it. So you, you're going to have to pivot and do and and go what's next. If you like a quarterback, you take him at six. I think there's too many good players ahead of the quarterback position, though, at six. I think you take those next two twos and try to trade back into one and get your quarterback if you're going to do that. So, Yeah, because it looks like the Bears are going to go quarterback. Yeah. You know? yeah and so. I wonder where Justin Fields is going to end up and what they'll get for him. That's going to be fascinating. I like. I admittedly like Justin Fields, Chris. Yeah, yeah, yeah me too, man. I, you know, yeah. uh, but you just kind of get that feel the Bears are ready to move on from Agree. 
agree. And I think they're deathly afraid of not taking the potential next Mahomes. I agree with you. Yeah, you know? I agree. And they're not, I think they're I, so afraid of, of passing on this Caleb right. Williams. Yep. If that's their guy, Caleb Williams. And then Fields has a bad year next year. And Williams looks great. And, and it sets back their franchise and all that yeah. stuff. So yeah. I agree. You know, I see who they're hiring and you say to yourself, boy, it certainly looks like they're gearing up for Caleb Williams. Yeah. And then what they'll get for Fields, right? Like, you know, how bad does a team want him? They're not going to give him a one, maybe not even a two, but you might get a three for, for Justin Fields. If, you know, like Dan Mann says, a team like the Falcons seems logical. Sure. Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah, it's a, oh, yeah, know. absolutely. Somebody back there, you know, so. I like Fields too, man. You know, I like Fields too. You're yeah. obviously not giving up one for him and all that stuff, but I like him too, man. Yeah, uh, he'll be look, Jerry. Let's put it this way: if they move on from Justin, if they trade him, he's yeah. going to be a starting quarterback somewhere. Yeah. Yep. In 2024, he's going to be starting for somebody. He's got a ton of talent too, man. I would, I would love to see what it, what Dable could, what it, what a coach like Dable could do with that kid. You know, an offensive minded coach could make into. I'm not saying the Giants, but a coach like Dable or a Mike McDaniel could do with a Justin Fields, like an offensive minded, you know, guru. So. Yep. Yep. All right, so, dude. Anything else? No, that's it, man. I'll come back next week and yeah. talk about those. Probably, you know, I can see us coming back next week and talking about the new defensive coordinator. I can see that. You know? And then one cool. of these weeks, maybe next week or the week after, we'll have a, a listener on. So, yeah, yeah, host, yeah, co-host. Yeah, we're still trying to line up a few good, good guests too. So sometimes it's just difficult with our schedule and their schedule, so we're still yeah. trying to line up some things. Yeah, down the pike, talk about the Giants and. um and next week we'll talk about the championship games a little bit and what's going on in Giants world, you know. And then uh, and see any other, you know, who potential what what DCs you know shake out of this too, right? Like yeah, you know, after the losses happen and then yeah, so yeah, right. so it'll, it'll be interesting, man. So good stuff, dude. All right, man. Awesome. Thanks everyone for joining. We got up to about sixty something on a Friday night. That's really good. We'll come back sometime next week. We'll let you know. Uh, awesome. And again, guys, give it a thumbs up and please subscribe to the YouTube channel if you haven't. Sundays are giant days. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye, everybody.